In this bulletin, Thailand confronts its worst mass killing, unrelenting rain in much of eastern Australia and a second Sydney United 58 fan banned for life. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Peggy Jacamelos. Thailand is trying to come to terms with its worst mass killing. An ex-police officer used a gun and a knife to kill his victims at a rural childcare centre in the country's northeast. Most of the 38 victims were children. The former police officer had been sacked in June for drug use. He took his own life after killing his wife and child at home. The Deputy Prime Minister has visited the survivors in hospital. All of the victims who were injured are in good hands with the doctors at the hospital. Anyone with severe injuries will be sent to Udan Thani province. There are both severe cases and those who are in safe conditions. But the most important thing is recovering their mental health and giving support to relatives of the victims. Rain and thunderstorms are likely to continue across much of southern Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania. The rain is particularly intense in New South Wales, with more than a dozen rivers forecast to flood. New South Wales Emergency Services Minister Steph Cook says Saturday is likely to be a high-risk day for Sydney, with warnings of renewed river flooding in the city's west. So we are expecting... Uh, weather conditions to deteriorate over this time and on that basis we're asking communities to uh, work with us over this time uh, and particularly those uh, communities in the Hawkesbury Nepean area we're very conscious of the fact that uh, your communities have experienced full floods uh, within an 18-month period and acknowledge uh, the anxiety that some of you will be feeling at this time. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the federal government is determined to deliver targeted help to ease cost of living pressures. He's again faced repeated questions over whether the government is committed to delivering stage three tax cuts in 2024. Those cuts would reduce the tax burden for people earning wages as low as $45,000 per year, but also for those earning as much as $200,000. Treasurer Chalmers says he'll be delivering targeted relief in this month's federal budget. When it comes to cost of living relief, uh, it should be targeted at people on low and middle incomes. Uh, We don't have an endless amount of money in a budget uh, which is heaving with a trillion dollars in Liberal Party debt. And so when it comes to providing cost of living relief, like I will in the October budget when it comes to childcare and medicines and the cost of education, Uh, We need to make sure that cost of living relief has an economic dividend as well, uh, and that's what we're focused on. A new report has found 7 in 10 older Australians believe ageism against older people is a serious problem. The new research conducted for Ageism Awareness Day took a representative national sample of just over 1,000 Australians over the age of 50 for the study. Dr Marlene Krasovitsky, who heads Australia's national campaign against ageism for every age counts, says that bias towards people over 50 is ingrained and is often a deterrent for older people finding work. Whilst it's rare for people to be explicitly told they're too old for a position, like they might be told instead they're overqualified or they'll get bored or, you know, they may not be the right fit, If people are encountering those comments, maybe politely ask the potential employer to be more specific and specifically what qualities they're seeking and uh, then describe how you think you might measure up in those areas. 
Anthony Albanese has backed relocating multicultural broadcaster SBS to Western Sydney, saying it's a move that makes sense. The Prime Minister was speaking at an event hosted by the Western Sydney Leadership Dialogue. Mr Albanese says such a move would be an important cultural investment to Western Sydney. He's confirmed that a feasibility study has been commissioned. Western Sydney residents are among the most likely to speak a language other than English. And that is one of the reasons why the Minister for Communications, Michelle Rowland, has commissioned the feasibility study into moving the headquarters of SBS to Western Sydney. We'll wait and see, of course, what the study says, but it certainly makes sense for such a fast-growing multicultural community to be the home of the broadcaster that celebrates and serves Australia's diversity. Football Australia has imposed a lifetime ban on a second Sydney United 58 fan for performing a fascist salute or similar gesture. It's investigating crowd behaviour at the Australia Cup final where some of the spectators used Nazi salutes and booed during the welcome to country. Football Australia banned a fan for life on Wednesday and imposed the same penalty on another fan today. That's SBS News. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. 